1: So first thing to know, as always with Extended Play, we're talking about a game that we've all already played. There are going to be spoilers. If you've not played Uncharted 3 and you don't want to know anything about Uncharted 3, this is going to be spoilerific, so stop listening now. Um, I'm Kevin McDonald, UK Games Editor, and joining me is Daniel Krupa. Hello. And Alex Simmons. Hello. And also Tom Butler. Hello. I'm sorry we've been away for a while. It's been an extended break. It's been an extended break. As you may have noticed, video games is kind of busy, isn't it, in September and October and November? Quite a lot coming out.
2: A lot of games have come out recently. A lot of but games that's have quite come out. good for
1: us, though. It is good for us, and we've been playing a lot of them. And we've, you know, we've, we've not actually had one game that all of us have played enough to do an extended play on for a while. But until now. Until now, when we're going to be talking about Uncharted 3 as a one-off special before we launch into... Da, da,
3: da, da, da.
1: Very good. Can you keep doing that in the background while I talk? <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-off special about Uncharted 3 before we launch ourselves into the Elder Scrolls Skyrim from next week onwards.
2: We, we definitely plan on making these much more regular in the future, so it's not going to be a big hiatus between these podcasts
1: so just to remind you what extended play was or if you weren't listening back in August what we do is we take one game that all of us are playing and we give it a little while so we give it a couple of weeks after it's come out yeah so we want all- basically
2: you to play the game along with us so we can yeah. like discuss the game after it's come out so
1: we'll talk about it because we, we do reviews obviously on IGN and we usually talk about stuff a lot before it's out but then after it's out the discussion kind of disappears a bit. So yeah. that's the idea of extended Players to keep the discussion alive and give you a chance to tell us what you think in de- in depth and in detail yeah. about the biggest games that are right. So Uncharted 3 obviously has been out for a little while now, and it was the first game in a while to achieve a coveted 10 out of 10 on IGN, which came from Greg Miller, our US office. certainly did. What do you all think about that? Are we all fans of Uncharted 3, firstly? <laughs>
0: uh, I personally don't think it's a 10 out of 10 game. Um, having finished all three Uncharted's, the second is the best one, I think. Uh, and the third one has some amazing moments, but I think there are some also fundamental flaws in the game.
1: You're a bigger fan of it, aren't you, Daniel?
2: I'm a bigger fan of it. I think I was the first person in the office to play it. I kind of completed it over one weekend. And initially I was blown away by it and I was kind of impressed by its visuals and it kind of, um, Enchanted me, but since then, since I finished it and I've had a bit of time to think about it, I've kind of reappreciated and reappraised it, and I prefer the second one. And the kind of like the the gloss has worn off the third one, yeah, because I just kind of it's after Call of Duty came out, and Call of Duty gets derided for doing the same thing time and time again. And Mm. I, as I thought about Uncharted three, I realized it kind of got a free pass
0: Mm. because
2: it does the same thing again, yeah, as two did. It just looks so beautiful. I think it gets a bit of a free,
0: but it pass. also does a lot of the same things all the way through. Yeah, like my God, I am so fed up with Drake just falling down some steps or you know just gripping onto something by the last minute. It's like, all right, I get that you can uh, yeah. do that, but it just forces. It, down it and just so becomes a bit numbing after a while. Because yeah. I, I
2: remember playing it before everyone else and I said, "But what it's like?" And I said, "It's really good, but it it's at eleven constantly. Yeah, it's just one big sequence after another. There's no, there's no." pacing or rhythm to it it's always high it's always at 11
1: we're joined by tom butler
3: Hello. who's not been in for an extended play podcast before not yet um you finished uncharted 3 recently didn't? very you? recently yeah and i just don't think it hits the, the same heights as uncharted 2 no. it doesn't have the set pieces and a lot of the things that really wowed me in uncharted 2 seem to be repeated like the the I love the train and the jeep bits in uh, Uncharted Two. I just think they're sensational. Yeah, mm. and yet in this you get the same, but you get it with well, like on the horseback. Yeah, it's slightly
0: different, but yeah, the the kind of the Still bit where you fall out the back car. of the plane.
3: Yeah, feels very similar to
0: the train thing, and yeah. it's spectacular to look at. But again, your involvement with the game itself is
2: pretty limited. This, this is. The thing with Uncharted is is, is is the, is the peaceful illusion.
1: It's cinematic versus interactive. I think yeah. I think we've got to the stage now where there are basically two types of game. There's the type of game that essentially play themselves, yeah, and the type of game like Dark Souls where that actually challenge you to do something properly, yeah. Um, and I don't think either of these types is is bad. And I really, really, really enjoyed Uncharted Three. I think it's possibly the best example of a cinematic game that exists.
0: Although at the I, I think the the bit. That kind of contradicts that is the gunplay, which is mm. is far too reliant on gunplay. I think. Yeah. Because you shoot fifty dudes, and then literally two steps up, another fifty come. It's like, all right, I get you. And they soak up bullets like, yeah. like they do, no do
1: like Game. I oh the, my god! I played a bit of the co-op. Has anyone tried the co-op? No, no, yeah. Very frustrating because it's it's uncharted. But with all of the actual cinematic stuff that makes it good taken out, and it's just gunplay. Right. And when you play um, the co-op and, on, and the multiplayer, and it's just the gunplay, you actually realise quite how bad that gunplay is. It's, it's just it's, not it even is. a fun game when it's no. just the gunplay.
0: And and you know you've got guys that lob grenades like a hundred meters from you know way in the distance, and they land pinpoint at your feet. It's like it's just impossible every single time as well.
1: So, interestingly, the, re- the reason that the gunplay is a bit weird is because they've changed how it works from Uncharted 2. Mm. In Uncharted 2, you could be aiming your reticule at a guy, you could be shooting bullets, but the angle that the bullets came out of the barrel at was actually quite random. Right. So you could have your reticule over and be shooting a guy in the head and your bullets wouldn't be hitting him. Yeah. And because that was very frustrating, um, they changed it. So in Uncharted 3, whenever you shoot, your reticule just jumps a little bit. You notice that? Yeah. Oh. Right. So that's how they've changed it. So now you're always shooting straight, but your reticule dances around. Which I think is actually almost worse. Yeah,
0: it's well, quite so tight. mirror, what, recoil or something? Yeah, Because when of, I first mm-hmm. started playing
2: Uncharted 3, I thought, I'm sure I was better at Uncharted than this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in 2, I got pretty good, but I found 3 quite difficult at times. Um, uh, and there was some bits later on where um,
0: you're kind of fighting the dudes that sort of set themselves on fire. Yeah. You know that? right, like really, The self-immolators. Yeah. Oh my God, that was just so frustrating because you'd be running around looking for ammo or you know, because you needed either a rocket launcher or grenade launcher to kill those dudes yeah. easily, um, and then they just disappear from one thing, appear behind you, and kill you with one shot. And it's like Man, there was one that's thing I was just not
2: fun. Quite pleased about towards the end, there wasn't kind of the magical element that's been in the first two. Mm-hmm. The mysticism, games. yeah, the, first, the yeah. kind of weird mysticism that just seems tacked on in the third act to give it extra legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it almost kind of um, mocks itself because those guys is actually Drake hallucinating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pleasing. But just to go back to what you were saying, that is the best example of a cinematic game. It's a lot of games recently, like Bioshock or Deus Ex. They kind of they give you a situation, and playing the games kind of improv. Yeah. And it lets you go. Here's a situation, and we want you to improv, and you can do it in so many different ways. Mm. Whereas Enchanted wants you to do it in one very specific, definite way, and it punishes you if you don't do it that way. And this isn't just name dropping, but a few weeks ago, Duncan Jones was in the office and he was playing Uncharted 3 and he'd never played the series before and he couldn't play it. He didn't know how to read it. It, He didn't understand where it wanted him to go. Mm. So he just kept dying constantly. He didn't, he had no idea what he had to do. And it's quite interesting because I think we're all, we're all Uncharted literate. Yes, We we know that yellow ledge, we want to go there, the game wants us to jump over there. He had no idea. He was just wanted to shoot these guys in the distance when he actually had to ch- run after the plane. Yeah, right, right, right. So he right, right. kind of brought yeah. the game. Yeah,
1: it's interesting and, that I mean it does teach you, but it teaches you quite. I think the it eases you in
3: quite quickly, doesn't it? I'm yeah. Three? We were talking about like how Call of Duty gets uh, a bad rep for funneling you and, yeah, yeah. and being a shooting gallery, but Uncharted does exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. There's like bits where you think maybe you might be exploring, but you drop down into a room where, oh, it's a new place, but which way do you go? Oh, you go to the the way where there's a doorway lit up, ridiculously bright, much brighter <laughs> yeah. than everywhere else. That's where you go, and yeah, everywhere yeah. you go... Though It's, it's weird that, that but, it gets this, this free pass. Yeah. It doesn't get... Sure, I don't know why I
1: think that is, though. I think it's because... Well, at first, there's only been three of them so far, whereas shooters, it's got to the point where we've had probably five or six or seven that have all been roughly the same. Yeah. Um, And the second thing is that it's very, it's just such a good story and that's not something Modern Warfare has ever really been apart from, I think, the first Modern Warfare 1.
2: And it's gorgeous as well. It's
1: gorgeous. I I love this game. I really do.
2: And I understand all the criticism. One of the reasons why it is so beautiful is that there's nothing going on behind the scenery. Mm. they've actually said that Naughty Dog one of the reasons why it looks so good is they can can harness the the power of the PlayStation on that set but if you lift up the curtain there's nothing behind it it's not like Skyrim where there's this entire world persisting over the mountain and because it doesn't have to maintain all those other elements it can look that good and it is there are some Best game it, spectacular
0: played, moments in the game, like it's the play the plane. The plane is amazing. Wandering I, I in the desert the, after the, the crash, the boat when the you know mm. you go yeah. and yeah. find Sully and it's you know it's all an ambush and so then the slowly the it starts like, collapsing and it's just like oh, I, I, I really
3: so. like the characters and it's one of the only games that I really like the characters. I think in. the interplay between Sully and and Drake is magnificent. There's bits yeah. when I was playing the game I actually laughed out loud and I don't yeah. laugh out loud. What was um, that line you said the other day? It's <laughs> where they in the last bit, the last bit and the buildings all start crumbling around them. And Sully goes, this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> like <that>. I just <laughs> thought really that funny. was brilliant. Absolutely <laughs> and, brilliant.
2: And it's one of the few games when there's a cutscene I don't find myself wanting to skip it. Yeah. No, yeah. it doesn't feel like, I don't a cut feel like I just, I'm like actually like a really interested in the watching their yeah. conversation and their interaction.
1: Yeah. I don't feel like I am Drake. In the same way as I am, other characters. But I
2: don't mind that. I don't mind it. exactly. Yeah.
1: Don't mind at mm. all. I, basically, I see Uncharted Three like an extremely good film.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Um, but I don't see it like a game. I mean, what, another one of the reasons that we haven't done an extended play in a while is because of my Dark Souls month. Yeah. You're I in spent a bad reviewing place. that. You yeah. I, d- I didn't play anything else <laughs> apart from Dark Souls for ages, and when you play a game like that, playing other games is actually really difficult. <laughs> so I came to Uncharted Three kind of being used to being clubbed over the head every five seconds, and stabbed, and pushed off ledges, and clawed, and yeah. poisoned, and so on and so forth, cursed. And then Uncharted 3 was just such a relief after all that, just having this lovely, entertaining game that just yeah. wanted me to have loads of fun. You know, I, th- I, th- I find it a really great kind of contrast.
2: Yeah, a few weeks ago I wrote a piece comparing the Indiana Jones movies to the Uncharted games, and it's kind of the Indiana Jones movies are great movies but you can never really remember the intricacies of the plot it's all about the device that kind of precipitates the adventure mm. Mm. you can't remember who that person is that person I kind of see the Uncharted games very much that way yeah. I couldn't yeah. give you a potted syn- like a synopsis of the Uncharted games but a lot t- of things fall down
1: many things fall down I remember well, the
2: action sequences a
1: train falls down a plane falls down that's the thing I can't Drake actually falls down. remember
0: what the oh no they, was it Drake's ring they were looking
2: for yeah, After all that, that's literally, that second just come back yeah, to it's me. Just, it's Kath- yeah, it's Catherine Marlowe, but I can't remember really why or what it led to. It just yeah. And there's a bit, it takes them to the desert. And it's just all these se- these action sequences, like the great blockbuster action movies, kind of dovetail into one another. Mm-hmm. And that's the great thing about it. You never stop to question why that doesn't maybe yeah. work out. I think plot-wise. even with
0: the, with the scene where you see, obviously, Drake as a kid, it really felt like uh, indiana jones movie then well, like last, yeah. crusade. last crusade yeah, yeah. it see. really felt like that and yeah and i thought it it worked really really don't get me wrong i thought it worked really well in the game but you can just see where it gets its cues from
1: so in my opinion this is the best example of this type of game Is there other there other ones that, well, that uh, you you think do you think it's uncharted 2 i
0: i prefer uncharted 2 to so uncharted 3 mm. i thought there was far too much reliance on gunplay in this one and also while some of the levels were amazing like the, the ship ghost yard bit where you had to go around was amazing for a bit, but then, my God, it just went on and on and on. And I, I just thought it would have benefited from some of the bits being slashed in half and some of the battles being tightened.
3: It, just, just, it, it needs choice. It needs more choice yeah. within it to make it an absolutely magnificent game. Like, all oh, games are all about choice nowadays. They say you can choose to do this and choose to do that. It just hasn't got it. I and think it'd be nice it, to to approach something, because some of them it's like, oh, you should be stealthy here. Yeah. and try and take them out but it always gets to that point where shit it
2: all kicks yeah, off helps, yeah the, bit, yeah, the yeah. bit in the where there's all the rusted Yeah, and drake drops down and you can swim and pull yeah. people down you can do that
3: for a couple of guys and then you get spotted quite easily and it, and, but it never re- reverts back yeah, no. to the stealth because it'd be good if you could hide like deus ex and it would revert back but well, it never does like that even when you die
0: and you respawn it goes straight back to them knowing exa- exactly where you are and you're straight back in the thick of it you, you know you don't get the chance to reset the stealth.
1: Don't you think so. that goes opposite? Like if you play an Uncharted game, then isn't, isn't that just not what you should be expecting? No, That's, true. Mm. But that's I, true. But do you know
0: what? It's the same with Call of Duty. Sometimes a change of pace really makes a difference. But they um, have
1: nice stealthy levels sometimes, nice quiet yeah. levels, yeah.
0: Um, and, and that's what the problem with Modern Warfare 2 was, is that it didn't. It was just the same tempo all the way through. Exactly. Oh, yeah. like punching yourself in the balls till you finish the game, and that's yeah. it. No stroking.
1: <laughs> no <laughs> stroking or licking of the balls <laughs> exactly. only punching
0: um, but, and I think it, 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 like, it was the same when you go straight into the, um, uh, the boat um, you walk into the kind of ballroom and you can get past the guys stealthily but again I think I managed to get three or four guys trying to stealthily and then you get spotted and it's just I think the, bo- the shit kicks off
2: I think the boat's a great illustration where I think Uncharted the guys behind Uncharted and um, the writers they will think up, up sequences first and then they'll construct the plot around the sequences. Because I think they'll write sequences mm. on like postcards and then put them on the wall and go, that one can go there. Yeah. Oh, we've got got this really cool idea for a boat. Yeah. How can we get Drake on the boat? Well what if Marlowe knows a pirate? <laughs> and if you start to think about it, why did she give him to a pirate? Yeah. Uh, yeah and that, all, that always ends up being boat. a red herring why? as well, doesn't it? Being there. Yeah. It's just the complete that's a complete digression, that whole bit at sea. It's
1: interesting though, because this year has been a very good year for cinematic and interactive games. Like We've had Skyrim, Deus Ex, um, Dark Souls, three, three of the most kind of choicey yep. gameplay-orientated games that I've seen in years. Yep. And then we've had Modern Warfare 3, yep. Uncharted, and Batman, which are three of the best cinematic games yep. I've ever seen. So I think it's really interesting that we've got now this, this clear difference between the yep. types of game that there are to buy and the types of enjoyment that they give you, and I'm kind of all for that. But I'm interested that you say that Uncharted 2 is the revolutionary one because that's something I've heard from a lot of people.
0: It's only because Uncharted 3 feels like a carbon copy of Uncharted 2. Mm. And there was a marked difference between Uncharted 1 and 2. You know, that felt like a progression, but this does, it just feels yeah. like more of the Uncharted
1: same. 1 was great ideas-wise, but a bit yeah. shonky, basically, yeah. wasn't it? Whereas yeah, 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 Uncharted yeah. 2 was just... I think it was the first proper gaming blockbuster. I,
0: I, it felt like they perfected the technique. Yeah. And now... They've kind of done the same and and made a few changes, but not necessarily for the better.
1: See, it was interesting. Uncharted Three was one of the games I brought out because my my aunt and uncle came around for dinner. Yeah. They're in their sixties, and I showed them some games sometimes just to show them what I do because they don't really know what I do. So yeah. I kind of brought and I brought Uncharted Three. And we were wandering through the desert after the crash. Yeah. And my aunt's like, so what happens if you go in the other direction? Yeah. Like, what happens if you, does he have to find the water? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, he kind of does have to do like, there's not really any option apart from what I'm doing. And it did kind of highlight that to me because I've shown her games like Oblivion before and where you can go, and where you can go in and she'd yeah. be like, what's over there? What happens if you go over there? Where have you talked to that guy? Can you kill him? You yeah. do, right? Uh, now the guards have got me. She's like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uncharted two, 3 she wasn't very impressed by, which I thought was interesting because I would assume that that was quite an accessible game for someone who wasn't all that into,
0: yeah. into games. But having, yeah, I, I wonder what does happen if you walk in the other direction in the desert. Do you ultimately <laughs> yeah. just end up at the invisible wall? It, it puts
1: you back at the beginning of the bit. Oh, does it? Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> and there's a bit when you're walking, you know the bit where it's like really zoomed out and he's walking along the dune? Yeah. He can't walk backwards. Right. Like you pull backwards and he just kind of stumbles. Right, okay. I wanted to walk forward. down
3: the dune at that point. That's that really, Look, that's what, that's what yeah. I thought I wanted to do. But really you just get right to the edge yeah. and you push the sand down.
2: And when it starts quoting T.S. Eliot when you're wandering through the desert, like going under the shadow of the red, red rock. Yeah. That, that's weird. That's a very weird thing.
1: I quite liked that though because it yeah. was subtle. It wasn't usually when when games make allusions like that they're like, "Nah,
2: we're really smart. Look at this. It's from this. Mm, it's from this. But,
1: yeah, whereas there it was just kind of dropped in there and it was yeah, it and, fitted
2: automatically and, and it was appropriate. He was going under a red rock. I imagine Drake <laughs> would read <laughs> it <was>. very literally, <laughs> yeah. You
1: know. I imagine Drake who would would have read it at TSLA as well.
2: Yeah, on his travels. Do you think they bottled it not killing Sully? Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought that was going to happen all the way because yeah. the felt- beginning of the game was focused on how they met. Yeah. So it seemed right that he would die in the third act it felt yeah.
3: like there was that final twist coming where it wasn't sully that he'd been talking to it was the other guy yeah. because he pops out and you think oh well it's I Sully." Really it th- yeah and then he just appears and it never really explains yeah. how he no, no. said you were hallucinating yeah, yeah
0: i i thought that the way he came back was a bit shonky no, I, so, I just
2: thought this isn't Sully. i don't trust this guy yeah. whatsoever yeah. this yeah. is the hallucination yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought they bolted that. I thought that would have been quite a memorable ending. And then that's a lot to deal with in the fourth game, which got, is, have which is got, coming.
1: Have they got the bravery to do that, though? Do you they should
2: though? Otherwise, it, every game will be just kind of cut and paste Same. with different sequences yeah. and different. Yeah, a moment you'll remember. It, yeah. would,
3: it could, it could it would have been be a nice a way to go for for Drake to become the mentor. And him take on a... Because yeah, he needs someone. to grow up. That would be does, character yeah. progression. He's not. He's still that kind of That's the thing, isn't carefree it?
1: guy. Character, much as I love the characters in Uncharted, much as I think as their writing is much better than most characters in video yeah. games, there's no progression, is there? No. He's always the same guy.
2: What I yeah. quite liked in Uncharted 3 is Elena wasn't there for most of the game. And then when she came back, they didn't do that really crass exposition where, oh, we broke up. It's just all hinted at. That they were engaged and something happened, and yeah. you fill in the blanks. It, that's cool, isn't it? it's yeah. not really terrible weak writing where it's that here you go, this is what happened in between, or it's a flashback mm. or something. Yeah, um, I thought that was yeah, really smart was well and well done. done.
3: Yeah, I thought the London
2: level was really, really good as well. Really well
3: realized, I think vision yeah. yeah. of London. We don't
0: see it enough in but video games. also the bit where you, you know, you have no inkling that it's all a setup until it kind of
3: happens, and it's like, oh,
2: that's that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and the bit where you you can see the London skyline—that's yeah. is very yeah, well detailed. I was
3: playing that at home, and uh, my girlfriend was just sat, sat next to me, and she'd been reading or something. It was at that point and she looked up, and she was like, "Wow, that's that's pretty cool." Yeah. And I like, had a good look round, and yeah. a beautiful scene. Yeah.
1: So, what are the scenes? The the absolute kind of defining scenes of Uncharted Three.
0: <sighs> well, the, the whole desert. Bit is amazing is the, and the plane no. crash
2: because that's what we played on preview code but, 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 but that's what I mean you know, that f- is from the moment that you bit, get in yeah. the plane
0: and then go through the plane and fall out of the plane and then you know that whole sequence the bit of where you is, fall is amazing the plane, you have to like
3: grab onto yeah. the box yeah. that is Man. cool I had yeah. my
1: heart in my mouth when that was happening yeah.
3: just... but I personally liked all the the boatyard stuff because I thought that, that was really different to everything else and how when when you came out of the boatyard and you had to go traverse across and everything was moving and everything was it uh, looked
0: incredible I I just felt like it went on for a little bit long
3: yeah that's all. but for me that was the bit where I was like wow this is something different to to what's been done before (laughs) and Um, and that was the one
0: point where the navigation in the game is pretty good but that was the one bit where I was literally
2: in the middle of it going I have no idea where I need to go I think Um, I think all that stuff in the middle of the game in the Middle East is quite forgettable where you're going into like Tombs and caverns—is it in Iran or Syria?
1: I, I've forgotten it. That middle bit That's is, how memorable it is I think it's Syria. Syria. It? yeah.
2: And um, but at the end, like contrary to that, if they're the memorable scenes, what I was speaking to Tom about this the other day, what's quite forgettable is it. And Charlie does that thing like in when they're going to um, Shambala in the second one, yep. where they're in the snowy um, mountainous mm. region, and then it opens up into this lush jungle city underground. Yeah. Uncharted 3 does a similar thing where it's in the middle of the desert, desert and you again have this lush city yeah. and it just, yeah. again, that's such a retread of Uncharted yeah. 2 whereas yeah. the last bit, you have this dramatically different environment.
3: And it felt like that was quite, I seem to remember playing through Uncharted 2 and at that point it just coming, just breathing life into this final act and I just don't think it happened in this. It
0: never kind of escalates up. In, it doesn't. It you out out have turns. bits
3: where the, the buildings are collapsing and you're trying to escape and you have to fight the firemen but yeah. it just never really... Really grabs you and make made all that difference in that final final act. And I've had a lot of complaints that people saying that the ending is disappointing. Yeah, you know. Um, I'm glad that it it departed from the kind of big boss fight that one and two had at the end.
2: Like the guy, the the. Was he Croatian in the second one? Like the big brute, like hawking right. terrorist. Yeah, I, I can't and remember. And you had to, like, it was a very, very standard boss fight where you just yeah. had to chase him around, throw grenades at him, and mm. hit him three times or but, whatever. But this
0: fight with, again, I can't remember the guy who you're fighting, but it's just. it's Smiley's Henchman.
2: Yeah, but I still, I almost prefer that, even though it was like the knife fight. Yeah. That felt more cinematic, which is in keeping with Uncharted than at yeah. the last minute, it drops this very anachronistic boss fight where you're just lobbing grenades at a guy from a distance. Yeah which is something we talked about with Deus Ex.
1: Yeah, another thing, yeah.
2: Where the game moves on in other directions, and yet once it gets to that climactic moment, the game goes, I d- we don't know what to do yet, let's fall back on what we've done for 30 years. Yeah. Quite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we know where that was now, of course, Yeah. Um, with Eidos having admitted that they outsourced the boss fights for Deus Ex, and that's why they didn't fit. And incidentally, I can't remember, I'm sorry if I've said this before in one of the podcasts, but um, if you want to see what the Deus Ex bo- boss fights could have been like, Download the DLC, the Missing Link DLC, because the boss fight at the end of that—that's what it should have been like. Right. Lots and lots of options. You can stealth it. You can hack it. You can. There's loads there of go. loads of cool things you can do. And it's kind of sad because it just makes you think, oh, they could have done that for all of them. But there you go. So, where can Uncharted go from here? What do we want from Uncharted four? Do we
2: even want an Uncharted four? Well, well, Naughty Dog think, have said that they're already doing. That. Yes, of course they have. Of course they are. And we're going to well, get an Uncharted title not made by. Un- no Dog, but for the Vita. Indeed. So we're gonna get like just have too much. To be authority. honest, the, the,
1: the Vita for me kind of is the 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 negative extreme of the plays it for you thing, where you just swipe your finger and he goes yeah, yeah.
3: Whoa and climbs up a thing. You just you, can, you I, can point where he's yeah, going. Yeah, going go to go there and, and he just does it. it yeah. yeah, I
1: do quite like that though.
3: Again,
0: if you want to kind of broaden up your your game, then that's a nice way of doing it because I just think it is you, cool. you can It'll play it cool. a tra- in a traditional way. It's, it's no different from the kind of, whatever the, it was called, the dad pad mode in FIFA, which basically you've got one button to do everything. Yeah. And I quite like that. Nobody
1: told me about that. That yeah, would have made me so much yeah. better at FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> the Dad <slash laughs> But it, 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 yeah.
0: it kind of fills in the gaps for you, and I quite like the, the fact that they're doing that. You don't have to play it that way, but it's in there, and I think that's quite a smart way of doing it. Mm. Um, but I just think...
2: it's a very good, good point. Th- well, something different. I suppose the, well, the three pillars of Uncharted are... Sort of the climbing set pieces. Yeah. There's the gunplay and there's kind of puzzle solving, and I feel like the big action set pieces. I think is, climbing, uh, the climbing shooting that they've developed quite a lot. I just think puzzle solving was very minor in this. I know uh, the puzzles yeah. are very
3: basic anyway, but I remember them. There's, two, a bit, there's a big one so. with the mirrors in the second one yeah, which the, always stands out for me yeah. as being very sort of Tomb Raider-esque and there wasn't that moment well,
2: remember in this one you just climb up some nights and you flick a switch and that's it yeah. and it opens the doors See, it's I'm, very... I'm
1: actually more excited about the new Tomb Raider than I was about Uncharted And although I would loved Uncharted 3 and it was a surprise for me because although I liked Uncharted 1 and 2 they're not the kind of game I usually really engage with and I think that having been so deep into Dark Souls was a big reason why I enjoyed Uncharted 3 yeah. but I'm very excited about the new Tomb Raider Because the one thing that really that I really missed from in Uncharted, all the Uncharted is is puzzles, you know, proper puzzles like, you know, moving around big stone balls and putting artifacts into a key, all this stuff, and that's very very Tomb Raidery, and that's why I still, you know, I love Tomb Raider Legend, even though some people didn't. Yeah, and I think that that's those those are the two. It's Lara Croft and Nathan Drake, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incidentally, they, they should so get married. They have they such, they've had such <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> adventure that, children. Yeah. that would be so awesome. Think of the Actually, adventurous it, kids they would have.
2: If she was one of his old flames. Wow. wow. Or vice versa.
1: Oh, that would be great. So that's what I want from Uncharted 4. <laughs> In conclusion.
0: <laughs> Lara Croft. Yes. Just something a little bit different. A little bit of innovation. That's all I'd like.
2: Yeah, we um, don't want just, it to
0: get stale now. Ease off the gas on the... the because I think those yeah.
2: big set pieces are much more impactful when they're not uh, bookend by equally big yeah. set pieces. Yeah.
1: So that's what we think of Uncharted 3. But as always with Extended Play, what's important to us is what you think of it. So Absolutely. please please send us our feedback to extendedplay at IGN.com. This is a one-off special, so we will be doing some discussion of the feedback. But as of next week, we're going to be moving on to The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Even Alex has agreed to play The Elder Scrolls. I have played it he's played some which is an amazing achievement because he was so so uninterested Absolutely. so we're, we're going to have me I'm a huge Bethesda fan person we're going to have Daniel who's somewhere I'm in the middle a little, convert a convert yes. and we're going to have Alex who still hasn't quite got it the yet the cynic but, <laughs> but we shall see by next week um, so please um, send us your feedback to extendedplayerign.com and, and uh, we'll yeah s-
0: if you love Uncharted let us know if you
1: hate Uncharted let us know Be good to share your thoughts yes and we'll be discussing them on the next episode thank you for joining us
3: bye bye bye